Thank you very much indeed, Wes. Tomorrow is the 6th of January, Epiphany. Uh, we're also in our covenant service, which is our commitment anew to God at the beginning of a new year. And I'd like to pray just before I speak using the verse of a hymn that was shared at our prayer meeting before this service. Let us pray. Drop by still dews of quietness till all our striving cease. Take from our souls the strain and stress and let our ordered lives confess the beauty of thy peace. Amen. You may or may not be acquainted with a poem known as The Gate of the Year. It was written by Minnie Louise Haskins and is often read at the beginning of a new year. And Haskins worked not far from here in Lambeth for the Springfield Hall Wesleyan Methodist Mission and later served the Wesleyan Methodist Missionary Society in a mission to women in Madras, which was a state in India at the time. And The Gate of the Year was a poem that she wrote in 1908, and it was part of a, a privately published poetry collection that was sold in 1912 to raise funds for Haskins' mission trip to India. And the poem was popularized in the early days of the Second World War after King George VI quoted it as part of his Christmas broadcast to the Empire in 1939. And the poem has actually been a source of comfort to our Queen, who even had its words engraved on stone plaques and fixed to the gates of her father's memorial chapel in Windsor Castle. The words were also included in the order of service for the Queen Mother's funeral. Now, King George's broadcast was during dark and uncertain times. No one knew if Britain would be on the winning side of the war. And Haskins' words of Christian faith in adversity carried great significance, and hence the king quoted the beginning of her poem. And I said to the man who stood at the gate of the year, give me a light that I may tread safely into the unknown. And he replied, Go out into the darkness and put your hand into the hand of God. That shall be to you better than light and safer than a known way. After which the king then said, may, may that almighty hand guide and uphold us all. In many respects, we are not living uh, thankfully, in a time of war here, but we are living in uncertain and troubling times today. Also, personally, many are confused and not sure where their future lies, lacking peace. But even if the darkest of times, in the darkest of times, we can put our hand into the hand of God. Christians can be enabled to move forward with faith and often find that light that they need to guide them into deep peace and new beginnings. Haskins' poem continued, 
So I went forth, and finding the hand of God, trod gladly into the night. He led me towards the hills, and the breaking of day in the lone east. Now this poem has resonances for me with the journey of the Magi. The themes of stepping out with trust and obedience at the beginning of a year. Let's go together into the unknown. Imagine those magi journeying through the darkness into an unknown future, following the light in the darkness, finding hope for the hopeless and the dawning of a new day. Haskins actually didn't call the poem The Gate of the Year. It was actually called God Knows. I'd like us to hold on to those words, God Knows. Let me read the rest of her words that are not often quoted. So heart, be still. What need our little life, our human life to know if God hath comprehension? In all the dizzy strife of things both high and low, God hideth his intention. God knows his will is best, the stretch of years which wind ahead so dim to our imperfect vision are clear to God. Our fears are premature. In him all time hath full provision. Then rest until God moves to lift the veil from our impatient eyes, when as the sweeter features of life's stern face we hail, fair beyond all surmise, God's thought around his creatures, our mind shall fill. Amen. Many of you here tonight may be facing dark times. It may be the reason why you've come to this healing service. Perhaps it's the physical darkness of these winter nights, which can certainly make us feel low and depressed at times. But also the darkness of our circumstances that can so often overwhelm us too, whether it be due to stress or worry or broken relationships, or other mental, physical or spiritual concerns relating either to ourselves or to those we love. Well, I hope in tonight's covenant service and epiphany service that this is a timely moment for you as we remind ourselves of our loving, faithful, covenant God who wants to be in a relationship with us and for us to be faithful and trust him in return. I pray the words of the service later as we hear them read from that, those traditional words that have been read by Methodists over many, many years, may move us from dwelling in darkness and the frailty of our human condition to having faith and putting our hand into the hand of our loving creator, even when we can't see a way forward for ourselves and without any guarantee of safe travel. Just remember those wilderness wanderings of the people of Israel, how they had to trust through difficult times, not knowing where their journey would end and where they would arrive. But they kept going in that covenant relationship with their God. I want to encourage you tonight to trust. 
to trust that God knows, that God is with us, that ultimately all will be well in him, come what may. It's interesting, isn't it, to contrast uh, the lives of Herod and the Magi. Herod was insecure, fearful, protecting his interests, secretive rather than having faith. And he became overwhelmed by darkness. The Magi, on the other hand, were wise, faithfully seeking truth, looking to the light. They were open, trusting on their journey, determined, attentive to dreams. And they were eventually led by God to their Messiah. Later in Matthew, as Jesus grew up, he began to teach and he said, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and ye will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. The Magi were wise and humble seekers. Surprising people to find the Messiah. But maybe we can be a people tonight following suit following the light that Christ gives us to lead us on into the new year. We can see the darkness all around us, but our focus must be on the light. For there we can find hope and salvation and perhaps in surprising places. What's more, in this service, we see that God honors faith and obedience, that God knows our hearts and our unique circumstances. And he always hears and answers our prayers, but according to his perfect will. So I want to ask you tonight, as you come to this service and prepare to take bread and wine, how is it with your soul? How are you with God? Are you prepared at the beginning of this new year to allow Christ to abide in you and for you to abide in Christ, in that relationship that God wants for us? Are you soldiering on in your own strength? Are you crippled with guilt and feelings of failure? Or are you liberated by his grace and his mercy and his love and his strength? Tonight, we have the opportunity to renew our covenant with God, our unfailing God who knows us completely, who can forgive and renew his people. And the encouragement is to surrender ourselves to his divine purposes so that we can be assured that we are not alone. We shall say those words, I am no longer my own, but yours. We open ourselves to God's power in our lives. We're not alone. We are his, and he is with us. And the challenging covenant prayer goes on. Put me to what you will. Rank me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you. And they are such challenging words. But it doesn't mean that we wish all these things will happen to us but that in all these things, 
we trust God to lead us on by his grace and his love. Come what may, despite the evils of a fallen world, we put our hand into the hand of God, the one who will never abandon us, and we let him lead us into the future. Sometimes we don't see the answers to our prayers in this life. Sometimes answers take a long time. One day we'll know all things. For if we share Christ's victory, we shall be with him. We will find perfect peace, eternal promises. For Jesus is our trustworthy saviour. For now, he wants to hold us and lead us on. And we must trust. So in this healing covenant service, let us hold out our hand. When we take bread and wine, let us imagine holding out our hand to take the hand of God as we feed on him, on Christ with faith, and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us. And then like the Magi, perhaps we can be led to bow down and worship him, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, who loves us to death and beyond. There is healing in the blood of Christ. And may we confess that he is Lord in this place, the Lord of our life, who knows us, who is all we need, and whose desire is just for us. I say the words of King, um, uh, the uh, the sixth, I can't even remember, Edward the sixth. May God's almighty hand guide and uphold us all. Amen. I'd like us to listen to the words of our song. Uh, We're going to ask Gerard to play it through once, and then we're going to sing it seated quietly through twice after he's played it.